Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Station 007 Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzap, and alongside of me, as always, is the various toupees of Sean Connery himself, George Rogers. Yes. <laughs> How was everybody doing this past week? Did you I'm enjoy our good. show? I'm I glad. Did. I'm glad you did. Uh, and um, what did we do last week? Oh, yes. We did the, the, the script leaks for Spectre. That's right. That's right. Once we, once we post it, I... Forget immediately, or, or as I call them, the spec leaks. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. not call them specy leaks. Specy leaks. Yeah, like WikiLeaks. Yep. Spec Specter. Just like that. So, to coincide with um, Sean Connery's birthday, which is on the twenty fifth, we decided to just do his retrospective today. Makes sense. We're also doing the same thing next month for George Lazenby. So, mm-hmm. as we told you before, before we get into that, movie theaters are opening across the country. Of course, not in New Jersey. I don't think they are opening in New York, New York either. <laughs> They're opening in all states that don't have the words New or Jersey in them. Yeah, because I can just go over the bridge to the movies, which I might do tomorrow night to go see Tenet. Um, but, whatever, fuck Bill Murphy. Anyway, so we might be very well getting No Time to Die in the theaters come November. I hope so. I hope so, too. Um, so we'll see. We'll keep everybody posted if you haven't heard about it. But... I don't have anything else. Do you? No, there hasn't been any new news. No. So I mean, let's let's get into this. No news is good news as far as I'm concerned. Let's get into this, shall we? Let's get into it. Sean Connery, the retrospective. Sean Connery played Bond. That's it. Yep. Oh, man. So, born Thomas Sean Connery on August 25th, 1930, in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um... He's also been retired for 14 years. Yeah, hard to believe. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe, and um, he's uh, he's had an, not only just an, he was an incredible James Bond, but just think about every A storied career. Yeah, I just mean. everything else he's been in. I mean, you just look at some of these names here. I have it up on my laptop. Just even outside of it, you got the Untouchables and Murder in the Orient Express, The Man with the King, Highlander. Adrian's Last Crusade, The Hunt for October, The Rock, Finding Forrester, Leave Extraordinary Gentleman. I'll say I like that movie. It's a great movie. It's just, he's, Zardoz. Um, Zardoz is a great movie. <laughs> just he, I think he's the most accomplished actor to play James Bond. He's also the most well-known, like, face of Bond. Whenever anybody mm-hmm. thinks of James Bond, usually they go right to Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, I mean, so, so, so much as to the point that AFI named Connery's Bond as the third greatest cinematic hero of all time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, he, I... Um, he, he embodied the role. He's he's the temple. Every time you see James Bond drawn anywhere in any cartoons, that's the Bond that they mm-hmm. draw. They draw Sean. Um, it, it, it's so hard to argue against him being the best because, I mean, he was the only one that got the stamp of approval from, from Fleming. Him. Yeah. Because, I mean, Fleming died during... Um, Thunderball, I think. Goldfinger. Thunderball. Whatever. Um, to so much that, like, like Fleming didn't like the choice at all. Um, but he was convinced after he saw Dr. No that he went back and changed Bond's heritage to being Scottish. Yeah. Uh, they mention it in um, the Only Live Twice novel. Yeah, Fleming thought he was an overgrown stuntman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, he played Bond in six official films. Dr. No, For Usher, Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball. He only lived twice. Came back for Diamonds Are Forever, which I wish he never did. Um, 
then unofficially would never say never again in 83. Yeah. Um, not the so. worst movie in the world, but it wasn't very good. I'm no. not a fan of it. Nine. We'll, we'll review it eventually after we get done the ma- the actual canon stories. I do want six do movies in nine years, off and on, save for one movie. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I mean they pounded those movies out yeah. back then. I mean those those first four came out I mean, what, within a year, four, of three each years other? of each other. Yeah, yeah, sixty two, sixty three, sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, yep. And he didn't even want to do the role at first, but he's but he knew it was mm. going to be good for his career. Yeah, that's, um, it was actually and, it was actually Dana Broccoli that that convinced yeah. Cubby to to hire him. I mean, good for him for having the mm. foresight to be like, you know what, mm-hmm. this is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Let me use this to jumpstart my career, and he yeah. did. Because think if he never became Bond, would he have ever got half the other roles that he got afterwards? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, Connery has always said that he owed his Bond to. Uh, to Terrence Young, mm-hmm. so it's stylistic tutelage. He taught yeah. him how to eat, how to dress, how to walk. Yeah, basically just taught him how to how to be James Bond. Yeah, and it's a shame that they only had Terrence Young do three movies. He absolutely should have done all of Connery's films, mm-hmm. at least the first five, because you could definitely tell tonally. Like, I mean, Goldfinger's a good movie, but it's not as good as the other three. And you only have twice falls apart halfway through. Like I always say, yeah. always say. Um, what is your first memory of Connery's Bond? What was the first Bond movie you've ever seen with him in? It was Goldfinger. Was it? It was Goldfinger. It was one hundred percent Goldfinger, because like I said, like I had started watching Bond movies because a friend, a friend of the family who uh, I used to hang out with his Blanche? kids, wasn't Blanche. I don't even know anybody named Blanche. You do now. Yeah. Um, he got us watching James Bond movies, and when he when he did Connery movies, he was like, "Oh, this is the one you want to watch first. Mm-hmm. And he showed Goldfinger. I mean, granted, I, my styles have changed. I. I think From Russia with Love is his best movie. But, I mean, that first movie, and I saw him, like, this is this guy's completely different from Roger Moore. And I liked it. I didn't have anything bad to say about it. What was your first, uh... <sighs> Probably From Russia with Love. Because that's my dad's favorite. Mm-hmm. So, I would, I'm just gonna assume... I'm just gonna assume that that was the first one I saw, because it probably was the first Connery movie I saw. Um, again super young age you know seven <laughs> six <laughs> somewhere around there um Connery has you know I've, I've always rant and raved about Dalton and I love I love Dalton but it is hard even for me to argue against Connery being the best Bond it's just he just embodies the role you think about James Bond and you think about the you think Connery you really do you think about Sean Connery and it's just the look, the attitude. I mean, as far as some people are concerned, he's the only Bond. Yeah, I mean, which is, I think, a little of a ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to compare everyone out, I mean, he's he he's the measuring stick that every Bond is put up against. He is. Every time someone new is brought in, mm-hmm. he's the measure. Like, oh, well, how does he compare to Connery? Yeah. He, yeah. No one ever says, oh, how does he compare to Lazenby? Yeah. I mean,. I mean, I mean, so people so, even today they. You know, I mean, like so much to the point that Lazenby basically pretended to be Sean Connery's uh-huh. Bond. Like when he went in for the interview, you know, he went and bought the suit from the same place that Connery buys the suits. Yeah. He wore the same watch. Like he, he mimicked Connery to get that role. Yeah. In uh, On Her Majesty's. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But um, sorry, I was reading something. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, do you think he should have came back for uh, Diamonds Are Forever? Uh, 
being able to to make to to decide that in 2020, you can easily say no. That you know he yeah, he should have hung it up. He's obviously kind of lackluster all the way through. He's not really putting forth the full effort. But if I was the fan, I was. If I'm if I was the fan in you know 69 or 70 that I am now, I would probably have a different. Yeah. I probably have a different story to tell. Yeah. Um, do you think he should have done one of Master's Service? I would have liked to have seen what he could have done with it. I would have liked to have seen him. Although in he, it. although him, I, I don't know how Connor would be able to pull off uh, trying to imitate Sir Hilary Bray's voice. Yeah, they probably would have had to change that. Um, I think a Connery committed to the role would have been fine. Like in Alta History, he was like, "I love playing James Bond." Like if we had like, but like, I think I think the Connery that was at that point in time in 1968, we'll say when they probably yeah. started filming. No way. No way. Yeah. Like that the, movie, that the, movie would yeah. have been awful. The Connery we got in You Only Live Twice could not do on Her Master's Secret Service. Yeah. The Connery we could have got from those first four movies yeah. would have knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. I, I always, I'll agree to that. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a nice, that would have been a, that would have been so, it would have been even harder for somebody to come in. Like Roger Moore was probably the only guy that could have came in because he, Roger was a big star to to replace him had he done those first seven and, movies and didn't Fleming want Roger Moore that's initially? a myth that's, that's a, cause, a myth because Roger even come out and said he had never met Fleming and he was never even approached for the role right until 71 mm-hmm. so that that's a myth right okay. so um, right. now that that doesn't mean that Cubby maybe didn't say in passing that we had considered maybe talking to Roger at some point at the beginning but as far as when <clears throat> Roger said that not too long before he died, maybe like a year or two, and he said that, as far as he knows, he was never in contention for the role. Right. So, I mean, they would have had to have gotten Roger Moore. So I'm saying, like, Sean like, like you had to get another star. You had at the, and that's kind of how I feel to kind of divert to Daniel Craig for a bit. Daniel Craig is so huge now. I feel like you need to bring in an established star to play James Bond. I mean, he's massive. He is massive. All his movies have made a shit ton of money. For the most part, I th- I would say well received. I mean, mm-hmm. people love Casino, people love Skyfall. I think Quantum is aging well, and I think S- Spectre is obviously. The longer we wait for No Time to Die come out, more people I think are starting to see Spectre for as it's not a very good movie. Right. Um, but you would need a big star, where yeah, Connery was big at the time, but you'd had that Lazenby and that movie was was successful. You know, people were like, oh, that was really good, or mm-hmm. people people were like that shit because they're idiots. Um, I think, I mean, I mean, I think lot, it worked. It worked for going for a no-name guy, but if Connery would have done those seven movies, and you would have got Connery, Grieve, and Tracy, and then the revenge movie of No T- Diamonds Are Forever, it would have been you would have to have had to totally change the entire franchise. Instead of what they were trying to just continue everything with Lazenby, you would have completely yeah. like, like the direction they took with Moore would have had to happen. Had to have happened. <coughs> Um. So knowing um, what we know, and knowing that there are a lot of people who dismiss on Her Majesty's because they brought in the new, they brought in a new actor for the role. How would you have felt like, like as you are now, like the fan that you are now? Yeah. What are you doing? 
It's just something I read on his Wikipedia page. I'll tell you when we're off air. So after, um, so so knowing what we know and being the fan that we are, how would you have reacted to Connery coming back for Diamonds Are Forever and then seeing that movie and seeing like how disappointing it was compared to? Do you like? Probably because there's so many people because there's so many people who dismiss Order Majesties because Connery wasn't in it. I want to know how they felt. Yeah. When, like, after seeing Diamonds, did they rant and rave to the high? Did they rant and rave to the well, high heavens that it was that I was such will, a great I movie? I will say Diamonds. Was Diamonds was a ridiculously successful movie. Right. It was. It was huge. Do you think? Connery to return. Yeah. Do you think it was because Connery returned? Yeah. Because absolutely. After, it's not yeah, a good it's movie. not a good it's movie. It's not a fucking good movie. It's not. It's and I don't think I, I've I've never liked Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's kind of a guilty pleasure of the franchise where I do get a lot of enjoyment out of it because there's there's some stuff I really like about it, but it subjectively is absolute fucking disaster. Like right. not a good movie whatsoever. Um, hence why it sits mm-hmm. third last on my list above Going Up Twice and Diamond Dire the Other Day. Right. It's that that's that's where I think of that. Um, I don't know. Or, like, what do you think... How do you think he would have handled going forward? Because he came back, he had a two-picture deal, and he quit after Diamonds Are Forever. How do you think he would have been in Live and Let Die? Uh, you know... Because yeah, he quit. It's, it, honestly, it's hard to picture Live and Let Die without Roger Moore. Yeah. Here's the thing, like... Those first be, four more movies be, are the only movies I can't picture another actor. Because of the tonal change in the movie, I can picture... Lazenby or more in Diamonds Are Forever. Mm. I cannot picture either one of them in those first five movies, though. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Like, like Moore couldn't. I mean, no, no disrespect to Roger Moore, but he couldn't do Doctor No. Yeah. Or from, or from no. Russia. No, Not he wouldn't least. be able. He to. wouldn't fit. No, it would have been. It would have been, <laughs> been uh, like a mismatched shoe. Yeah. So, what do you think about his portrayal of Bond? What do you, uh, what do you think of it overall? Because I, I know you're yeah. you're a guy who Roger Moore's your favorite. Yeah. You know, what do you think of the Connery portrayal of Bond and that that six that early sixties feel of the character? I do like it. I like how he was uh, his seriousness in the role. Like Roger Moore was quippy, mm-hmm. which I was Tony Stark before yeah. Tony Stark. Which I <laughs> which I tend to like a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me. I I prefer a little. Uh, like little, you see what I did? yeah, little uh, tidbits of comedy here and there. Yeah. he was very serious in the role. I thought his fight scenes were were great because only Connor could do those fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even though they were filmed at a, a regular pace and sped up yeah. for the movies, that's what they did in Hollywood. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did. So yeah, um, but he had some good fight scenes too. Like the fight scene at the beginning of T- Thunderball is really good. Yeah, the fight in, um, with uh, Colonel Bouvard. Yeah, always loved the little fight he had with Red Grant on on the train. On the train, yeah. yeah. I um I would say that um I, I I it's hard to argue like I always say it's hard to argue against the performance especially in those first four movies because it is just I mean how do you argue perfect. how do you it's argue perfect. against how do you argue against the guy that's the template yeah you can't you can't yeah. I just prefer Timothy slightly because he's a little more intense of a character intense right but. I do love Connor. He's like one A. It's like Dalton's one. Connery's like one A. But as but, but 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 as we always say, I mean, like you couldn't see Timothy Dalton doing Roger Moore 
were doing Roger Moore's movies, you couldn't see, like, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every Bond had that one thing that they brought to the role that nobody else could do. Yeah. And Connery brought, like, when you look at Connery, I 100% believe that he's working for a government agency. Yeah. Like, I don't believe Roger Moore's working for a government agency. Yeah. Like, I don't really believe... I, I, I even really don't believe, like, Brosnan or Craig work for an agency. Dalton, I believe. Because... It's it, like you said. It's the intensity because nobody had Dalton's intensity. Mm. Connor comes close to intensity, but not mm. not to the degree that Dalton has. Like Connor is the only guy who a... I could believe as like you know what. Connery, I think, played the character. Well, Dalton did too, but but Connery in the sixties, he had a cerebral portrayal of the character. Mm-hmm. Like when you uh, in Doctor No when he shows up and he's in Jamaica and he's putting he takes his hair out and he puts it over the door and he puts the powder over the uh, the, the handle of his briefcase mm-hmm. and stuff like that like you don't it's a cerebral thing like like I, I brought it up you know I think back in the rankings fucking back in April Jesus Christ April May whenever we started this yeah. um, there's that look he gives that the driver that picks him up in Dr. No mm-hmm. Like he has no bones about the fact that he is going to kill this guy when yeah. he has a chance because he knows he's like, he's not on the up and up. Yeah, he's he, he's going to kill this guy, and Con- it was little stuff like that that Connery did that that really no other actor has done. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the little stuff like the look he gives that guy, mm-hmm. like when he hangs up the phone, he just kind of stares at him. He's like that's it. You know he's going to kill him. He knows right then he's going to get in that car with that guy. Mm-hmm. That guy's going to take him somewhere. And he's going to put a bolt in his fucking head. Same thing with Professor Dent. Yeah. Like, he knew 100% he was going to kill Professor mm-hmm. Dent. No bones about it. Mm-hmm. It was just... It was... It was kill- Connery was the perfect Bond... For that era. Yeah, and to, to pull off the killer be killed. Mm-hmm. He really was. Because, because... And maybe it was just the way the moves are written. But, I mean... Uh, what was it the beginning of... Um, Goldfinger, when he electrocutes the guy in the bathroom, like the guy's reaching for his gun. What you do? Sees the fucking fan, pushes in the thing, kills the guy. It's it just a heater, heater, fan, whatever, yeah. whatever. Either way, yeah. it was, it was an electronic just, object. Yeah. He and and Connery was his bond. You watch now, even we're six char- actors into the character and twenty four movies, almost twenty five into the thing, into the franchise. He comes off as the most confident. He knows he's the best at what he does. Mm-hmm. He knows he's the best shot. He, he knows he just knows everything. He's the best card player. His his gr- confidence, bravado. It's yeah. Is just he he embodies Bond. Like he walks into yeah. a room and he owns the room. Yeah, yeah. Like now, <clears throat> like you know, I, I, we talked about Dalton. You know, how I feel about Dalton, but just Connery just has this aura about him in the movies that. No other actor had. Um, it's, like a, it's like an intimidation factor without yeah. actually being intimidating. Yeah, it is. Like he walked in the yes. room and immediately, like the you know, if he's in the room with the villains, they're immediately looking like, yes, that's a guy I need to yes. watch. Yes, that's good. That's good. That's good. I also like um, casual uh, Connery a little. We don't get a lot of it. No, because Connery does wear a lot of suits in these. But like when he's playing golf with Goldfinger, mm-hmm. the cat, you know, the, the the casual. Outfit he's yeah. wearing it looks really good. Connor's suits were fucking amazing looking, mm-hmm. and he was bald. 
Yeah. Or going bald, very bald, mm-hmm. because he wore toupee, yeah. I think, in every single movie. Which... Uh, Worst but Connery toupee. The Diamonds of Forever. Not for me. Thunderball. Because they, they asked that when we, did, when we did our 30 day challenge. It was worst counter to pay. I said, I think I put Thunderball actually. Yeah. Because it was like he went from having, like, here, there's a picture right here. Uh, so that, this isn't from Bond, but he went from looking like that yeah. to having a really, really bad comb over. Yeah, that's from Warner. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was 64. So that was in the height of that, yeah. you know, he was right in the middle of Bond. But it was the same toupee. Mm-hmm. And then he went for having that really bad comb over. Um, but I actually think his hair... Well, no, he didn't use the toupee, or, or, or Connery didn't use the toupee in uh, Indiana Jones. Because he was bald. Yeah, I know. You said he used a, you said that Connery wore a toupee in every movie. I meant Bond movie. Oh, Bond movie. Yeah, I, I meant, Bond, I meant yeah. Bond movie. Um, yeah, it would definitely be Thunderball, and probably you only look twice. Because I just think the Diamonds one blends into his hair better. Mm-hmm. I mean, those terrible sideburns. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's what I think it, that's what turned it out was like it, it was like they were like oh we want you to go back he's like but I'm not shaving my shower burns off yeah and it's just like oh alright he's like it's a 70 swingers yeah <laughs> um but, so uh what's your least favorite Connery moment uh I had a, I hadn't actually thought about least favorite Connery moment, but it might just be. It, it, it's got to be probably like the the, the fights you know, Bambi and Thumper and Diamonds of Forever. Like it didn't make any sense. Like they're beating his ass the whole time, then they go in the pool, and all of a sudden he's got like the advantage. He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna drown." It's like they were just literally beating your ass, and that short pink tie. Yeah. Uh, I, I hadn't really thought of a worse, like a worse moment. I would probably agree with that actually, because I don't like that moment either. It also might be the fake, uh, the fake surprise he puts in his voice when he kills Peter Franks, and he slips the uh, and he and he changes ID. Is that who it was? Yeah. Is that who that was? He might as well look at the camera and be like, "Adios mio," <laughs> like, like, like really chalk it up and like really hand it it's like that's yeah. who that was it's like Damn, my name is Buck James Buck yeah, Buck James Buck like yeah he, I would probably still go with the, the Bambi and Thumper fight what's your favorite Bond moment favorite Connery moment do you have one uh I have one that I really like. I don't know if it's my favorite because I hadn't, once again, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. But it's when he's, after he's knocked out by Goldfinger, after the, uh, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die, after that scene, and he's on the plane with, with Pussy Galore, and he goes to get changed in the bathroom, and he knows that they're spying on him, and he puts, like, that little glob yeah, yeah, of a shaving cream on the mirror. He hangs over the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, a good one. Like, that, like that's good. But as you said, like with Connery, we got more spycraft stuff. Yeah, it was actually about him being the spy and mm-hmm. using the tricks of the trade that uh, he supplied to with Q and just his own knowledge of what he can do. Like him putting the hair and the dust on the briefcase in Doctor No. Um, I would think it, it's something subtle too that probably a lot of people don't. It's when him and Red Grant are in. It's in the the cabin. Mm-hmm. And he asks him what he put in her drink. Because he saw him put the pill in her drink to mm-hmm. knock her out. 
I just love that. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's my favorite, though, but that's up there. Because he was so aware to what he was doing. Because he knew... He knew Red who Red Grant yeah, was. Yeah, he knew. He knew. He for, knew for the he knew start for the second, that, that wasn't yeah. the that wasn't what's his face uh, that he was supposed to meet, yeah. and he went along with it because it was Nash, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Section. What was it? Section Y. Maybe. I yeah. think it's. I think it's always been Section Y. Yeah. And I thought uh, Thunderball's got a lot of great moments in it too. Yeah. Like him casually picking up the harpoon gun and... Uh, yeah, I think you got the point. Yeah. Just, I mean, a lot of stuff in Thunderball is just outstanding. Really was, like, the peak of Terrence Young, Sean Connery, Bond, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man talk, and he smacks dink on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta go. Fantastic. Actually, no. I know my favorite scene. It's in Goldfinger, which obviously is, is not my favorite Connery movie. Mm-hmm. But it's when he shows up to Joe Masterson's room. Or Goldfinger's room. Yeah. She's spying on him. And she goes, who are you? And he goes, Bond. James Bond. So casually, so calm and cool. Yeah. After he turns off the uh, the radio. That's just so fucking calm and cool. Ah, uh, man. That, that, that's it. That's it right there. Yep. Or it's either that or the, the, the first time you see him. The introduction. Oof. And Doctor No. That intro is. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. It's like that yeah. smoke. It's iconic. That like smoke filled casino. Yeah. It's and, iconic. I mean, it's the first time he gets. Yeah. And it's first time you ever hear J- Bond James Bond because and it's not like that was his catchphrase. He's saying it because she was a trench, Sylvia Trench. So yeah. He, so he was in response saying it to her. Like a mocking, yeah, like playful kind of way. Yeah, like a flirt. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean. Hard to pick your favorite Connery scene because there's so many. Yeah, I mean, like there's so many. I mean, I particularly don't really like Thunderball that much, but mm. those first four movies are are practically flawless films. Yeah, they are. They're like, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't like, take as much Bond, gold yeah, like, to, be, to be a better movie. Like, there's bad Bond films, and you know, obviously, die, die another day. That was mm. like twice. Like, there's bad Bond films. There's good Bond films. There's great Bond films. And then there's God tier. Yeah. And those first, at the very least, those first four are god tier. Yeah, I mean, I I had Goldfinger outside of my top ten, but it was right there. I think I had a twelve. In terms of performances, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's right there, mm-hmm. you know. And then of course, Th- Thunderball and Doctor No and From Russia Love are all in my top ten. Mm-hmm. So, so Doctor No mm-hmm. in was it nineteen sixty two? Made. Fifty-nine point five million at the box office in nineteen sixty-two. That's massive. That's huge. Well, I think I think like a million-dollar budget. I think something like that. Yeah. So yeah. So so Doctor No did fifty-nine point five million. From Russia Love did seventy-eight point nine. Goldfinger did one hundred twenty-four point nine million. Thunderball did one hundred forty-one point two million. You Only Live Twice did one hundred eleven, and Diamonds Are Forever did one sixteen. Combined box office. Is six hundred and thirty-two point one million, and that is in the sixties, mm-hmm. the sixties, mm-hmm. out of what six movies? So it averages it averages out to a hundred million dollars movie, yeah, roughly. Mm-hmm. Adjusted for inflation to, to twenty twenty, okay, four point zero four three billion. Wow, out of six movies, that's insane. Yeah. Think about that shit. 
That's that. That's wild. Yeah. That is fucking wild. Oh yeah. Ugh, I mean, it's he he brought this character to life mm-hmm. that people only read about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I don't think. I mean, as close like as our generation has really gotten to that is Harry Potter. Because yeah. no other real books that we've grown up with that have been like massive book series has brought like a live action. I mean, well, that in comic books. Mm-hmm. Like, James Bond is essentially a superhero. He's essentially a superhero when you think about it. Maybe the first on screen superhero yeah. in the movie. I mean, well, I mean, well, actually, aside yeah. from like the serials. I mean, if you think and, about it, he probably was the first movie superhero. Maybe and of course he really morphed into that under under Roger Moore. He was not, I wouldn't blame Roger Moore. I would just blame mm. the direction that they took the character it was a little more of a superhero ish type thing. Um, I was just reading here. Um, Michael Caine said that if you were a friend of his in the early days, you didn't raise the subject of Bond. He was and is a much better actor than playing Bond. He became synonymous with Bond. Wait, he's done. He's, and it was upsetting to him because people would walk down the street and go, look, there's James Bond. And it would upset him. But, like, I... Look, Connery was a great actor. But I, I just feel like if I was able to play a role like that, I would ham it. I would not ham it up, but I would I would soak that shit up in a heartbeat. Yeah, like you'd lean out of the curve. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'm Bond. I don't care this is the last thing I've... Like we were talking about earlier, like, like if they... I would love to see them do a, uh, a Batman franchise like Bond where it's all... Con- like, they're connected. It's the same person. Mm-hmm. You might have different missions and stuff like that but like it's the same person like if I got to play Batman I'd be like I will play Batman in as many movies as you want me to yeah. play like I wouldn't be like I need to do my art house projects yeah like with Jason Newstead with Metallica it's like you're in fucking Metallica yeah. you I'm gonna go do, do Echo Brain, Echo Brain yeah. which lasted three years it wasn't good <laughs> lasted three years and sucked yeah so but I mean it's I can understand an actor like, I mean oh, Connery's also one of those guys maybe probably the only like other Bond actor maybe to have surpassed his role as James Bond because like yeah he was Bond but he's he's been around for so long and his career his career is endured yeah like there as as we say as we said in the last podcast when we were talking about our top 10 wrestlers on the other podcast Mm -hmm. that there's people who don't know that The Rock was a wrestler I mean there are people who don't know that Sean Connery was ever James Bond yeah or you know, there were people at the time, you listened to some other Bond podcasts that were introduced to Bond through Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. They had no idea who Sean Connery was. Yeah, I mean, I knew who Connery I knew who Connery was as an actor before I knew him as James Bond. Yeah. Um But that I mean that that that's a that's also a whole like generational thing as well. I mm-hmm. mean like my mom was not the biggest James Bond fan, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna know that. Right. And neither was my dad, mm. so I didn't know about it until my brother introduced me. But then he showed me Roger Moore. So like at that point, I had already seen Connery in several other movies. Yeah. I just assumed he was just an older actor, not knowing it harkened back to the '60s, playing a character that I loved seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. So I got to experience this this other version of a character with from a different from a uh, different perspective. Yeah. And that's that's always great to say when you're a fan of a franchise and you're a fan of a character that's been around for so long that you get to see it through different you get to see it through different actors mm-hmm. and each actor brings their own. Oh, he was in a bridge too far too. Yeah, but each actor brings their own uh, style, yeah. and substance mm-hmm. to the role. 
I, he's definitely the actor that's had the best post Bond career. Oh, 100%. I mean, I love Pierce, but Pierce. Time Bandits. Pierce kind of, I feel like he did a few movies post Bond, and then it was kind of like. I feel like there was a lull where he wasn't really doing anything worth of note. I mean, Connery didn't, like, I mean, he did fucking Zardoz, for God's sakes, you know, but he was also in movies like A Bridge Too Far and Murder in the Orient Express and <coughs> Robin and Marion, and, you know, he was in these classic movies already, and then he fucking comes out of nowhere with the goddamn Untouchables, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which is my third favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. after Back to the Future and Raiders of the Lost Ark, so, First Night wasn't awful either. Well, first night was a great movie. Yeah. I particularly enjoyed Dragonheart because I got to see a dragon talking with Sean Connery. Yeah, I like that movie too, actually. I mean, The Rock. We both love The Rock. I love that movie, yeah. That was a great goddamn movie. Plus, there there are people who are subscribed to the theory that James Mason is James Bond. It's a cool theory. I don't buy into it, but it's a cool theory. It's a great theory, yeah. I mean, it's, it, has its, it has its flaws. Yeah. But it's almost like you could... If the other... Bond movies after You Only Live Twice didn't happen with him. Like if he didn't do Diamonds of Fire, or even if you say even at the first four with Thunderball. Yeah. Like if he would have got captured after Thunderball and he was just stuck in Alcatraz. Yeah. Like, like you, you could almost subscribe to the theory then. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, he's had s- such a story career after the mm-hmm. fact mm-hmm. that it surpasses the fact that he was James Bond. I mean, it was legendary, but yeah. I mean, look at I, I can understand why he might have grown tired with the role though. Um, because, I mean, Dr. No came out in 62, From Rush With Love, 63, Goldfinger, 64, Thunderball, 65, Going to Twice, 67. I mean, that's in five years, that's five movies in five years. I mean, that's a lot of fucking work. And those mm-hmm. weren't movies like him doing nothing. Those were action movies, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he was exhausted. Um, and, of course, then he came back Diamonds Are Forever four years later. And then he was in Never Seen Ever Again. I don't know how everybody feels about that. Um, I like the concept. I think I touched on this when we talked about Pierce. It's just a remake of it's just Thunderball. But I like the concept of an aging Bond mm-hmm. trying to stay in active service instead of being an instructor. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? I'm think overall, I think it's a bad movie. But what do you I, think? Of, what do you think of the concept? What do you think? Of the it's movie? a great concept. It was poorly executed. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the rumors that Connor was supposed to? They were originally trying to get Connor to, to come back to the franchise as Kincaid in Skyfall. It's a good theory. I don't know. I, how, I, I don't I, know how true it is, but I would have liked to have seen it. But I also have no qualms with Albert Finney. Oh, I don't either. I enjoy Albert Finney, but I, I think that would looking have been, like looking like my dad. It would have been a very meta thing for them to do. Oh yeah, yeah. it would have been yeah. Someday's your days are the best. Yeah. Welcome to Scotland. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. So, what is your favorite? Post Sean Connery James Bond film. So what you mean my favorite James Bond film that doesn't have Sean Connery? In I'm it? sorry, your favorite post James Bond film that Sean Connery did. Oh, so all right, um, it's tough because he's in like three or four movies that I love. Yeah. Now uh, should we should we go off a leading actor or should we go off of a? Uh, No, I'll go off of like, like him showing up in the movie. Uh, damn, I'm just kind of like scrolling through on IMDb, and I'm like, oh yeah, there was that, and yeah. there was that, and there was that. Uh, I think 
it's honestly it's a, it's a toss up between like three roles. You know what? Fuck it. Highlander. I love Highlander. Okay. I like Highlander. I 100% movie, love Highlander. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, he wasn't in it for much, but like he was just he was just great as just this, you know. I mean, yeah, Egyptian who was fucking Scottish. Mm. But I mean, I love that no, I love that play. It's, him but, being a... but it's but, but it's between that and it's between and it's, it's between the Untouchables. Cuz all of them is Jimmy Malone. Yeah. It, it, that's no difference from him being in uh, the Hunt for October when he was supposed to be Russian. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this is the accent you're getting. I mean, I, I love Highlander as a movie, just him in this mentor role. Yeah. And he, like, when, when you watch the movie, he put more effort into Highlander than he did Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> and he, would, he was only in, like, what, a third of Highlander? Yeah. But his name is still number two on the credits. Because he's Sean Connery. He's, he's only moved for a combined total of what, like twenty minutes, Something maybe. Like that, yeah. I think my I'll, I'll narrow it down to two. It's definitely Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. and also The love, Rock. Yes, I also love John Mason. The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. my two favorite post Bond yeah. films. You're bashed. Winners always complain about the best, or losers always complain about the best. Winners go and fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. Oh yeah, fuck you too, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Suck this dick. Uh, a little post James Bond um, information here. Mm-hmm. George, did you know that Connery was originally offered the role of Gandalf? I did know that. Yeah, I knew that too. I didn't Wait. know he was offered this much money though. How much was he offered? Thirty million dollars, along with fifteen percent of the worldwide box office receipts for the role. Which, had he accepted, would have earned him $450 million. That's insane. Yeah. He also turned down the uh, role of the architect in The Matrix. Which, I don't remember that character, because I really only remember the first one, because I thought two or three were Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad of that, because the architect was just kind of a throwaway character. Dude, I mean, yeah. was, what was the character? Uh, he was the guy in the beard in the room with all the fucking TVs and Matrix Reloaded. Cool. Don't remember. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, I think only the first one is, is great. Yep. Third one's okay, but it's not great. And the second one's shit. So. Don't forget about him as King Richard in Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, it's, I like that movie. I know you don't, but I like that movie. I like that movie for one reason and one reason only. Alan Rickman? Yeah. Two reasons. Christian Slater. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> before Morgan Freeman with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, so, in a response to um, The Matrix, right, mm-hmm. he had, Connery stated that he had grown a disillusionment, dis, disillusionment, disillusionment, yeah, whatever. My disillusionment. God. Yeah, dis, uh, disillusionment mm-hmm. with the idiots now making films in Hollywood and cited that was the main reason why he retired. Yeah. Which is a shame because... I think they think asked some of the movies that he could have been in. Yeah. I think they asked him to come out for one role, but he said uh, being retired was just too much damn fun. <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of people like to be like, oh, I can't believe his last role was Lee Restrictor and Gentleman. That's, That's a good an movie. entertaining though. movie. Yeah. Actually, his, it, he came it, out of retirement to do that Sir Billy movie. Yeah. Um, he did a voice for that. Yeah, it was, it was an animated film. Yeah. And he also, right before he officially retired, he did the video game. Yeah, For Much Will Love. For Much Will Love. Yeah, the... Uh, that's a great game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't look great anymore. But. 
Yeah, but like we think about the movies that Sean Connery could have been in if yeah. he didn't retire, but then think about the crap he could have been in also. There's a lot of there's a, yeah he could have been fucked out that, that but I would I think it would have been cool to see him as Gandalf but Stream McKellar is so what's the word thing synonymous with that role yeah you know I look at Stream McKellar and I see Gandalf not Magneto and I I do love him as Magneto mm-hmm. but um, no you see him as a uh, as the Doctor from the Shadow <laughs> yeah <laughs> Father Claymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, he has done some crap movies. Oh yeah, Sardos. Yeah, Sardos. And um, oh yes, so he was he was asked to the come Avengers. back. He, I actually kind of like that movie. It's shit, but I like mm-hmm. it. He, so he was asked to come back to be in Indiana Jones Four. Yeah, and that's when he said retirement is just too damn too much damn fun. Yeah, I would have liked to see him come back. I don't like that they because it doesn't make any sense that he's dead. Yeah, because he dragged from the he dragged from the Holy Grail. He shouldn't be dead. Yes, but he was already dead from the gunshot wound he, when he drank he from was the, dying. When he yeah, but I think it was, I think he was already dead when the after, from the gunshot wound when he drank from the Grail. So if anything, the Grail just brought him back to life. So maybe that's why he doesn't have eternal life. I guess. I guess. That's the only way I can there's make bron- it. That's the only way I can make it work in my head. Yeah, there's also a bronze uh, statue uh, in the capital of Estonia of Sean Connery. In Estonia? Yeah. Why? That's random. Why Estonia? He's not from Estonia. It's not an Estonian accent. It's Scottish. Uh, it's on the outside of a Scottish club whose membership includes Estonian Scot Scottophiles. I don't know what that means. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting to say the least. It is random. So, but. I don't know. You got anything he, else? He did Zardoz three years after Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, he looks like shit. In the <laughs> Think about that. Oh my god. Oh, sir. You got anything else? Uh, I have nothing. No, I mean, <clears throat> aside from a a hearty happy ninetieth birthday to Sean Connery. Yeah. And a definite thank you for everything you've done. Not just for Bond. Not just for but Bond. For but, but for acting in general. Yeah. I mean. Think of all like the the great movies that we wouldn't have gotten, or could have been worse. Yeah. Oh, I actually saw they wanted him to be Raiden. Oh yeah, I and, think I remember and, and Mortal Kombat that. in '95. I think I remember hearing about which that. I would have bought that. I would, I would have bought that in '95. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to his uh, Highlander co-star Christopher Lambert. Yeah. But, but I mean, but yeah, I um overall without we, we, we should have did this for the rest of the the retrospectives because yeah. we're coming down to two. Yeah. Um, I mean, without him, we wouldn't have had the, the the franchise would not have endured. No, it would Maybe. have been. It, I mean, you put the wrong person in that in that role, and James Bond never takes yeah. off. He's an icon, mm-hmm. and his Bond is an icon. And I think no matter who plays Bond, however long, Connery will always be revered as James Bond. It will always come back, and it will always be revered as the best James Bond. And I'll. Mm-hmm. I'll never argue with that with you. No. He's the only one I'll accept. Him and Dalton. But I'll... I would only accept Connery. Like, I would never accept Roger Moore. No, I do love Roger, but he's just... Wasn't my ideal bond. Yeah. Or, or Brosnan. Same thing. Even Craig. I like Craig a lot, but... Um... But, yeah. Sean Connery, thank Sean you. 
Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, we sh- like I'm saying, we should have did this for the rest of them. But what do you give his overall error out of a ten? Or you want to do a letter grade? I'll do a letter grade. All right. B plus only because of I only because Diamonds of Forever brings it down. I'll give it an A minus. Because it's A plus, A, and A minus, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it an A minus. I'll say, I'll say, because it, because, because of diamonds in the light, because of diamonds in the last half of You Only Live Twice. Yeah, it brings it down to two letter grades. <sighs> but, I mean, I love Sean. Mm-hmm. Always have, always will. Um, but, George, if you have nothing else. Next week. I have nothing else. What we have next week. Well, yes, what is next week? Next week is we will be counting down. Well, not really a countdown. More or less just our own preferences. Uh, things in the Bond franchise that were supposed to happen mm. that did not happen. Yes. An example would be Brosnan in the Living Daylights. St- stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the, like take the, the five yeah. things that maybe not change history, but if we could go into an alternate timeline... What would we have wanted to see of what was supposed to happen? But yes, you know, yes. Dalton in for your eyes only. Dalton's Golden Eye, something like that. Stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Brosnan's Casino Royale because they were right in the movie in the notion mm-hmm. that they were thinking so. Stuff like that, and that'll be all types of things. All yeah, that'll be next week's. Um, I don't know. Should we should we slap on a uh, dishonorable mention? <laughs> something that was supposed to happen, we're glad it didn't happen, or something that did happen that we wished didn't. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll slap that on. Yeah, we'll figure yeah, it out. We'll yeah, we'll work it out. So, yeah, but, yeah that'll be but, next week's episode. That'd be a nice um, little, uh, once again, that'd be a nice little fun little discussion uh, yeah. podcast. So, that's, yeah. plus, it's, uh, it's going to be great to research what could have been. Yeah, the many, the many, been, many yeah. things that were supposed yeah. to happen and, and didn't. So, yeah. who knows? One of those could branch off to be one of our what if episodes. Yeah, uh, I'm actually just going to throw this under the what if banner for the series. Hmm. So, just make this episode two of what if, or part two of what if. But this can always branch off into other episodes of What If. Of course. So just, we'll just slice it under this banner, as I as I use that term. Yeah. So. Like when you get a slice of paper. Yeah, or a slice of pizza. Or a slice of mozzarella cheese. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, hey. Oh, hey what now. have I done? I've done a thing. <laughs> so, and then after the week after that will be our George Lazy Movie Brew yeah. uh, retrospective. We, we don't particularly like doing the retrospective so close together, but with the birthdays being right yeah, there, it, just, it, just it only sense. makes sense. Yeah, it just made yeah. sense. And then we'll finish up the retrospectives in October with Craig's. Yeah. And then, um, I think that's... That'd be it for the retrospectives. I do actually, and then, we'll, however, and, and then we'll do a Mike Myers retrospective yeah. because I actually, um, the, I I, ha- I wanted to pre- present this to you off air, but I think um, for our birthdays, we're going to uh, have the freedom to do whatever we want without discussing it with the other fan, the other member of the team. So my oh. birth, my birthday is February is not February. Sorry. My birthday's March 2nd. My birthday's February 20th. 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 30th. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday's March 2nd. The same as Daniel Craig's. So I'm going to consider my birthday episodes the 28th. So I've already thought about it. And if we have seen No Time to Die. My birthday is three weeks later on March yeah. 25th. Yeah, I don't. I have not thought about this because it's the first time yeah. hearing of it. But I don't remember which Sunday's closer to us, if it's the one before or after. Um, uh, but I figure it's only fair. I'll go right to the calendar to, right to, now. As your birthday episode, you should be able to pick it 100% what you want to do. Um, so, uh, once again, <clears throat> uh, calculator is not calendar. This is my, <laughs> as I keep doing on my phone. 
So on the, on the 28th of February, I know. Oh, actually, that'll be fitting because mine will be the 28th of March. 28th, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because my right. birthday is that Thursday before. Yes, so. I, I knew, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't remember which date where. Yeah. So uh, I've already picked it. Um, I would like to do a revisited retrospective of Dale Craig, which is mm-hmm. why I brought it up. Because that's only if we've seen No Time to Die, because then we can kind of discuss his character arc mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. Um, so that'll be the only revisited we ever do on the channel. But I think it makes sense because his. We're going to be doing his retrospective pre-tenure ending, mm-hmm. pre-final movie. It would make sense a few months later. Plus, it's two days before his birthday. It's two days before my birthday. Let's do something for his birthday. So, yeah. And my birthday. So it's a retrospective of Dean, actually. <laughs> a Dean. So, a retrospective. Yes. So we will see you next week for our, for the What If uh, episode we just discussed. Mm-hmm. I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers. And just like James Bond. Station 007 will return. Boop, beep.